Very easily done. This has been a capitulation by the West Indian top order. In many ways, too easy, says Australia. 133 runs was the victory for Australia, of course. Nine for 252, and the West Indies were bowled out for 123. We appreciate Jason Gillespie, coach of South Australia, and the Adelaide Strikers in the Big Bash for being patient and waiting for us as we went to the news. Uh, very impressive, uh, Dizzy, wasn't it? And Alex Carey, a wonderful way to start your uh, one-day captaincy. Yeah, morning, Tim. Thanks for having me. Uh, look, absolutely. Uh, Alex Carey, you know, fantastic cricketer and um, great opportunity for him to captain Australia in, in Aaron Finch's uh, enforced absence. Uh, thought he handled it quite well and led from the front with the bat. Um, and yeah, I thought he, he handled things well out in the field there, uh, managing his bowls. Yeah, 67 with the bat, five fours, a couple of sixes. Ashton Turner got amongst the runs as well. A couple of boys at the top order, the the newbies in Philippi and McDermott. Mitch Marsh made 20 as well. But it was with the ball. And Mitchell Stark was a guest with Gillian Goss uh, here on Monday. Um, what about that? Five wickets. He really is one of the great white ball bowlers in the world, if not the, the greatest. Yeah, he certainly is, Tim. And you know, I think he'll go down as probably the, the, the best 50-over bowler Australia's ever had, that's for sure. And, you know, certainly the, his his numbers uh, stack up with, with some of the absolute greats of the game. I uh, thought it was fantastic to get a wicket first ball of the innings. Always, I suppose, gets the gets it off to a good start and, uh, you know, getting five wickets there. I thought Josh Hazelwood at the other end bowled superbly as well. He was very miserly. Um, I think the, the key for the Australian bowlers, I thought they managed their length on that surface uh, there looked a, l- a little bit challenging to score when the when the seam bowlers got their lengths right, and uh, and that was certainly the case. But yeah, Mitchell Stark was uh, was from the very top draw. Some emotion to pre-game. Ashton Agar presenting Wes with his one-day cap. He bowled very well, very luckless, mind you. He's the only one of the five bowlers to not get a scalp, but uh, was very tidy. Six overs, none for 15. What did you make of his performance? And, and Wes Agar, who we, we do love in Western Australia, but he certainly made his name at the best level over there in South Australia. You've had a lot to do with him. Yeah, it, it was an emotional moment. And you just saw, I remember seeing it on on social media as well. I think cricket.com.au put it on and uh, seeing Ashton tear up a little bit. Uh, It was a beautiful moment. And, um, you know, I know how close Ashton and Wes are. And, and, you know, it's a tight family, the Agars. Um, Yeah, very emotional moment. I thought Wes bowled really nicely. And, um, you you know, but it's not a shock because, you know, we've seen firsthand at South Australia and the Adelaide Strikers just the hard work and effort that Wes puts into his game and, um, you know, he, he's been fantastic. You know, I think, you know, a lot of credit must go uh, to, you know, the South Australian bowling coach Luke Butterworth and Adelaide Strikers bowling coach Joe Dawes. I think those guys have spent a lot of time with Wes, uh, helping him uh, learn and develop his game. And, and also, you know, I think a, a shout out to Peter Siddle, uh, who's with the Adelaide Strikers last few seasons, has, has really taken Wes under his wing and and Wes follows Sid's around a bit like a lost puppy, uh, <laughs> like a love-struck uh, puppy at times and just absorbs everything and, and wants to learn as much as he can from uh, from Sid's. And, uh, yeah, it's just reward. I know, you know, I've been uh, messaging Joe Dawes and Peter Siddle over the last little bit and Luke Butterworth. And, you know, those guys are all chuffed a bit to uh, see Wes make his one-day debut. 
Three one-day debuts, as mentioned, McDermott, Philippi and Agar. I think that's really refreshing, isn't it? I know circumstances with some of our best short-form players not over there at the moment for various reasons, but that's what opportunity does, and uh, they all had their little moments. I mean, Ben McDermott uh, stayed around a long time, Josh Philippi at the top of the order, taking the heat off the off the new ball and the like, and, and as you mentioned, where's Agar? That's, that's a good thing going forward for Australian cricket. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, ben and Josh at uh, batting in the in the top three there uh, had the opportunity. They they got starts. Uh, they would have liked to have gone on and got made significant contributions. However, they would have uh, would have felt good to at least get a start there. And and look, that they showed signs, uh, real promising signs. Uh, and obviously, Wes, uh, you know, getting six overs under his belt in in international cricket can only be good for him. So it's great for Australian cricket uh, going forward. It, it gives the selectors some um, some real food for thought there um, and, and opportunity. And that's what we want. Um, obviously, we've got a T20 World Cup later this year. It just gives uh, gives these guys that really important uh, stretch opportunity, I suppose, that experience at international level, and it's fantastic. Jason Gillespie, our guest on Sporting Goss after the Australians completely demolished the West Indies by 133 runs. Now, this is coming off a 4-1 loss in the T20. I want to take you back to Alex Carey. I was asked some months ago, and I'm just a, you know, a battler with an opinion on most things, but Alex Carey, I believe, has got the opportunity going forward to possibly, with Tim Payne's departure eventually, of being the test keeper for Australia and then possibly opening the doors to be a test captain. Do you subscribe to that theory or do you think that's a bridge too far for Alex Carey to be one day, possibly, the test captain of Australia? Uh, look, Tim, I, I don't think it's a stretch too far. Um, you know, I, I'm really pleased that he's been afforded this opportunity uh, to captain Australia. Uh, his his one-day form uh, over the last year uh, with the bat and gloves has been sensational. So, Look, he's been a real, uh, real shining light, I suppose, in the Australian 50-over team. Um, you know, we've been able to give him some opportunities at, at BBL level uh, in uh, Travis Head's absence over the last couple of seasons. We've actually been able to give Alex some captaincy experience in in BBL, and and look, he, he's certainly learnt a lot in, in with those opportunities, um, and and he's he's had the opportunity to captain South Australia as well. So. Um, he, he's, he's getting those opportunities. He, he does show, uh, you know, leadership potential, and, and it's been great to be able to provide him with those opportunities. And, and it certainly gives the Australian selectors, the Australian coach, um, a look at him. And you know, that, that's part of what what our role is at domestic level here in Australian cricket is to um, provide opportunities. You know, we, we want players being able to strive and and, and play for Australia get a baggy green, get a one day and T20 caps and, and, and you know, part of our role, along with, we certainly want to win trophies and, and mm. win games of cricket for our own state and our, and our BBL franchise. But, but also part of our role is, is to provide uh, opportunities for players, um, you know, in various roles so that they can um, be best prepared to represent our country. Last one for you, Diz. How are you coping in Adelaide with uh, with lockdown? We're uh, don't want to rub salt into the wound, but life is pretty normal here in Western Australia. We're yep. just uh, you know life is very much normal. We're on edge all the time, like the rest of the world, I suppose. But yep. what's it like in Adelaide at the moment, mate? Yeah, I mean, much like you guys over there in Perth, Tim. We've we've been relatively normal up until obviously we're just in lockdown. The first uh, full day of lockdown today. 
Mm. Um, look, we, we, I think everyone understands it's uh, it, it's uh, out of necessity. We we don't want to be in lockdown for any longer than we need to be. Um, but what I can tell you is that in the Gillespie household, um, there's four Gillespie kids here who are absolutely delighted that they're at home. They've just had three weeks off school with uh, school holidays here in South Australia. And they went back for one day and they were in lockdown. I, I picked them up from the bus stop yesterday afternoon and, and they were grinning like Cheshire cats. They're uh, not having to go to school. But, but we reminded them that uh, starting yes. tomorrow, they will have remote learning. And uh, yes. so we're making sure... Um, they're sticking to the uh, to the routine, the bedtime routine, and and you know a couple of the kids have, have actually done a little bit of homework today, which is uh, uh, which is very good. So look, we'll handle it. We'll we'll do what we need to do because we don't want to be in uh, be in lockdown for any longer than we need to be. But I think we're all very understanding that um, you know we're living in unique circumstances. We're in a global pandemic, and we've all just got to do our bit to uh, make sure that. Uh, we can suppress this as quickly as we can. 100%. Appreciate your time, mate. Good signs for the Australian uh, team, of course, bouncing back after that pretty demoralising 4-1 loss in the T20s, but a very dominant win in the uh, in the 50 overs. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe over there in Adelaide. Good on you, Tim. Thanks for the chat.